everybody, Gary Beck, naturopath, chiming in with just a few basics, a number of foundational components to living well, staying healthy and staying happy. We live in an interesting time and from time to time the pressure is going to be on. We're going to have people coming at us, telling us what to do, sharing their perspective and often sharing in a way where they are acting in quite an authoritarian way and this may or may not be appropriate for us as individuals so what I suggest is that we stick to the basics stick to the foundational things for our health and these include simple things like getting out and exercising that this is sometimes a difficult thing to put into our day but we know that it is the single most potent factor in reducing chronic disease and also importantly I'm recording this at a time when the novel coronavirus is causing a lot of fear in society and importantly physical exercise helps to activate and that would down-regulate our immune system's activity and ability to be vigilant are sugar. Sugar is not going to drive your white blood cells to fight and thrive. And in fact, it's going to do quite the reverse. It's going to slow them down. So I really encourage you to eliminate sugar from your diet where at all possible. And particularly the, the nasty, insidious sugars that are in processed foods. You know what I mean, high fructose, corn syrups and, and those kind of things. They're just a disaster and they do not enhance your health in any way. And the next thing, as well as getting exercise, is get some good sleep every night. Of course, this can be difficult for some, but it's another really important foundational thing that I really do encourage you to work on. Turn off all your electrical gadgets, turn off all your bits and pieces in your bedroom, unplug what you can and go to bed with a clear mind for a good night's sleep. See sleep is, is part of our critical rest and regeneration phase and without it we can't simply regenerate and repair our body from its day's effort for the next day. So it really is an important one. And healing happens when we're in a deep state of sleep. It's important to understand. Healing happens when we're in a deep sleep state. Deep rest. Quite the reverse, when we're under stress, healing never happens. In fact, the damage occurs. So that's the next thing is to Reduce stress, manage your stress in an effective way. Get, get on top of the things that are really annoying the hell out of you or, or dragging you down. Deal with them, confront a person if you need to confront a person. 
put things in place that give you a little bit of space, a little bit of time, an opportunity to breathe. Because when we're under stress, when we're, when we're in that fight or flight mode, of course, our breathing becomes very inefficient. We breathe shallowly. We certainly don't inhale all the way down into the pit of our stomach. And it's important to get good quality breathing happening. And we can often do this just for a moment. You know, if we're in the middle of a busy day, just take 30 seconds to pull back out of whatever is going on in your environment and take a few long, then finally feed your system well you know the whole thing about our food is medicine medicine is our food this is so true and unfortunately our modern food supplies have become bastardized and tainted in many ways and we need to get back to simple we need to get back to real foods we need to get away from refined processed, coloured, flavoured, preserved foods. Keep it simple, keep it clean, and feed your body with real whole foods. And it's, it's amazing what a difference that one thing can make. Obviously we have food habits and we have things that we do on a regular basis certain foods that we like and certain foods that we don't like. My tip here and my encouragement is to try something different. Next time you're in the green grocery or walking down the, the fresh fruit and veg aisle of the supermarket, pick up something you haven't tried. Add it to your basket and try it. Google up some recipes that might be interesting and you may be pleasantly surprised. If you can do that on a regular basis, add more diversity into what you're eating, your body will thank you for it. So just a few tips, a few hints. This is part of our wellness ABCs and also part of the, the Frank and Gary show, which um, we will be bringing more to the fore in the coming months. And I wish you Big naturopath, maximum well-being. Signing out. Take care. Bye for now. Hello, everybody. Gary Beck, naturopath from Maximum Well-Being. Today, I'm going to do a little bit of a segue and go off topic a little because right now we live in a world that is overcome with a lot of fear and anxiety because of a virus that's going rampant. And I felt it was appropriate that we talked a little bit about the immune system and a little bit about viruses in general. So I hope you stay with me and I hope you find this helpful. One thing that I believe is that this storm will pass, the virus numbers will drop, the infections will drop. Yes, there unfortunately are going to be people that will no longer be here, 
and death is just a part of life. As hard as that may seem, we have deaths every day from a huge number of infectious agents, including viruses. So this is nothing new. And waiting for a chemical to wipe out the bug or a vaccine to protect us from the bug is one approach. But in my mind, it's perhaps not the smartest approach because we know that pathogens will continue to evolve and mutate and morph and we will continue to be exposed to new pathogens. This is the cycle. Uh, just look at a little bit of recent history. We all know very well what happened when the SARS virus came around. We all know that there were numerous viruses, including the H1N1. We've got familiar with the term swine flu, bird flu, and now, of course, COVID-19. So the appearance of new viruses is nothing new, and I can assure you it's not going to stop. Viruses are clever. They do what they are designed to do, and they're very good at it. They're very good at mutating, finding a new host or a new way of getting around and um, trying to survive as best they can. So if we look at things from the other side of the coin and consider maybe the reason this virus right now is causing so much of a concern is because there's a lot of people out there with a less than optimal immune system. Now I'm not referring to the aged or the people with coexisting health conditions or some sort of immune compromised illness. I'm talking about the general population because the general population still continues to eat a lot of crap food. The general population still has an inordinate amount of sugar in the diet. Sugar weakens your white blood cells ability to track around and do their job. So our immune system relies on us and of course we rely on our immune system. 70% of our immune response resides within what we know as the GALT, the gut associated lymphoid tissue. So you can consider that as the gut if you like. So 70% of our immune response and the immune system resides in this part of the body. So you can imagine then if we're not eating well, if our digestion is not working well, there's going to be a degree of imbalance and upset. And certainly there's going to be a reduced efficiency in our immune system. So that's the first one, looking at your gut, looking at your diet. What are you doing to improve that area? Of your well-being. Secondly we've got to look at stress and stress of course is a big problem. It will once again reduce the efficiency of the immune system. High level of stress will also reduce our body's production of melatonin and melatonin has been shown to be a very key uh, hormone, if you like, in regards to our immune response, particularly to things like this virus at the moment. And in fact, 
uh, melatonin in a supplemental form has been shown to help quite significantly. So that's just one thing. So stress reduces melatonin. Exposure to Wi-Fi and EMFs in general will reduce melatonin. Having uh, our devices in our bedrooms and the blue lights in the in the evening also will reduce our body's circadian production of melatonin. And melatonin is important for sleep and sleep is important for health and healing. So stress and exposure to EMFs and the blue lights of our devices can disturb our circadian rhythm and our sleep cycle. So I do encourage you to unplug and read a book or watch a television at a distance and then read a book and go to bed. Uh, you may find that your sleep improves. Uh, another simple one that we all ought to understand is vitamin D. So the sunshine vitamin. We need vitamin D. It's a very important actuator of our immune system. And we know that in the winter months, it's difficult to get enough. And huge percentages of the general population are deficient in vitamin D. This pushes up the possibility of our immune system being overwhelmed by things like the COVID-19 and if we can't get out in the sun we would do well to supplement with vitamin D and get our levels up to a optimal level. And a tip here about vitamin D and sun exposure, it's not, it's not uh, uh, 100% science but it's very helpful. So when the sun is in a winter position, that is it's very low on the horizon, doesn't rise right up into the sky. Um, we will certainly struggle to get vitamin D production happening at an adequate level. And a simple little rule is to look at the length of your shadow compared to your height. And if the length of your shadow is longer than your height, you're probably not getting vitamin D activated via sunshine time to reach for the vitamin D supplement and get that popping. So that's just a few things. I will come back to that because there is more to add to this, but that's just a few things that we have within our control. And we would all benefit from working to have better health and stronger immune systems. I hope that makes sense and I hope you found that helpful. This is Gary Beck naturopath from Maximum Wellbeing, wishing you a great day. Bye for now.